0: change the channel. Um, I'm Mary Winand. I'm here with my co-host.
1: Shrefti Bakari. You know me.
0: What's We're up? back. We're back. <laughs> it's a beautiful day and it's a beautiful day um, we have the coolest guest for you this week. Miss yeah, we Amelie Gassman, who's a photographer, writer, director, You'll hear more from her in a hot minute. In the meantime, Sharif, let's run those picks of the week real quick. I will kick it off with um, this show on HBO Max, um, which, by the way, I've been consuming that HBO Max subscription this this month. I've watched like Everything they have to offer, apparently. Um, (laughs) So it's this show called Adult World, which is set in London, I believe. Um, It's definitely a city in England. It's pretty sure it's London. Um, It's about this woman who is a mom and a partner and also a full time working professional in the porn industry. Um, And so it's about her kind of balancing act of. And all of the kind of flack she has to deal with um, being a porn actor and also raising um, daughters and kind of navigating the sticky situation that you can imagine might um, arise from that. So that's my first Based now,
1: current times?
0: Yeah, it's current day. Okay, cool.
1: I might check it out. I hate three pieces. So when you said London, I was like, eh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Contrary
0: to your beliefs, London exists moder- modern day. It does, it's not only in the past. London, that's... London didn't um, disintegrate actually, in
1: the past a certain date.
0: But so that's my TV pick. Then for a song, there's just this one song I'm really digging, have been for a minute now. It's called "Your Imagination" by yes. Babe Rainbow featuring Jaden. And it's just very vibey. That's all I'll say. Uh, Sharif?
1: So for me, uh, HBO Max as well. I think they're honestly becoming a big competitor for Netflix more than mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Because they just got a robust library that's cool. I agree. Oh, I just um, remembered what
0: my other thing was. Ahead. It's The Nanny, which is not Ooh, new, obviously. But Russia. it's on HBO Max. Yeah. And oh, I've been watching that. it as, like, my – that's my new, like – very in the background. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been doing that a lot. Like I've started, cause I, I saw that I'd never had time to watch TV at all anymore. And so now when I work, I just throw out, throw on passive TV that I can like catch up or watch something old that mm-hmm. doesn't take a lot of brain power, but still allows me to like consume that kind of content. Yeah. Um. So a pick for me, I got two TV picks. Um. One of them is it's on HBO max. It's a documentary series called generation hustle. um, And it's about like scammers um Mm. and there's this one episode like tjx6 who's like a rapper who like came up on like scamming people there's ones about like throwing parties one where somebody pretends to be a saudi prince like pretty cool um uh and if you're into like kind of just docs and stuff i'd say check that out and then i um put i I opened up that paramount plus um formerly known as cbs all access and i've been watching Mm. macgyver again which has become my passive show currently what Um, is
0: that about again
1: uh, so it's it's a um, reboot of like an old series, but MacGyver's basically that dude that like can, in the room he's in, he can like take anything in the room and like make the tool he needs to like get out of that situation. Um, yeah. Lucas Hedges? who Who's the guy that was in the Hannah Montana movie? Not so, like,
0: Lucas you know. Hedges.
1: No, not Lucas Hedges.
0: Hannah Montana movie?
1: Yeah, the one where she goes down, you know, ho-down, show-down. Um, Lucas, Lucas Till. Lucas Till. Lucas Till. Oh, okay. You'll see his face. If you google him, you'll know. Oh,
0: okay. I don't him. know if I know this man. You don't? I don't know this man.
1: <laughs> okay, Kiki. <Palmer>. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: I love Kiki.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, and then my song, um, I've been replaying the song recently. Called Hot Tub Dream Machine by Toby Liu. Um, And it's like a remix slash rework of another song he has on the same album called Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, But it's a cool song. It's like Hot Tub Time Machine. Anyway, uh, go check that out if you uh, feel so inclined. Um, And I think those are our picks of the week.
0: Amazing. And if you enjoy this episode, we would absolutely adore if you could share it with a friend who you think might also enjoy it um, or leave us a review. And or subscribe um, really means a ton to us and keeps us keeping on um, keeps the lights. Anyway, on, really. yeah, you can <laughs> find us on Instagram at don't change the channel podcast, and you can find me Marielle on Instagram, Twitter, and if you really want to scar yourself, TikTok um, at. Mariel Weinand. That's M A R I E L W E I N A N D. And you can
1: peep me on the Instagram at sherif.t.bakari, um, S H E R I F.t.b is important, a K A R E. And with that,
0: thank you so, so much for listening. And yes. very excited for everyone to hear this episode. So we'll get right into it. Let's run it,
1: Is this thing on? I think so. Cool.
0: Wait. Don't change the channel.
1: Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Don't Change the Channel. I'm your host, Shri T. Bakari, and I'm here with my co host,
0: mariel Winand. And we are here with our very special guest filmmaker, photographer, and writer, Amelie Gassman. Hi Amelie, how are you?
2: Hello. Hi guys. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Of
0: course. Thank you for being here and taking the time out of your Friday to chat with us. Yes. Right. So, we're going to kick it off right away with our fun little sweet and salty segment, which can be, you know, kind of like your high and low of day, week, month, year, whatever you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um I will kick it off just since it's ripe in my mind. So my – I'll start with the salty actually. My salty was this past weekend as we know the Oscars happened and I was part of like a – I guess you would call it like pool, like an Oscars pool where we all like filled out ballots Mm-hmm. And it was $15 to enter. I think this is legal. Like We all – Is this gambling? Is, is this yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, $15 was like to enter and you filled out the ballot and whoever won wins the whole pot. Whoever got mm-hmm. second place got some third place and so on. And I was in first place. I was tied for first all the way up until the end. And then I fell from grace
1: <laughs> and ended
0: up getting seventh
2: place.
0: Oh Um, I know, I know, really far to fall, um, because I put Promising Young Woman instead of Nomadland for Best Picture, Mm -hmm. and a few other things I had gotten wrong, but, so that's my Salty. My sweet is, I got new headshots taken on this past Tuesday, actually, so I'm very excited about those, it was a lot of fun, and excited to see those, the gallery I think I'll get on, like, Monday.
2: So that's my sweet. How about either of you? Um, I'll yeah, I'll go first. My, I, I'm gonna start with my salty. It hasn't happened yet, but I think it counts as the week. Yeah, I'm getting my second vaccine shot on Sunday, and I've heard a lot of mixed reviews of like mm-hmm. how people are feeling after that. So I think that's gonna be my downfall of the week. Right, we'll <laughs> see. Um also yeah. sweet because like now you're oh, fully yeah. juiced
0: and ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
2: ready to go. <laughs> but like, you know, hell. Yeah. We'll
0: see, we'll see how. I, know, I haven't gotten the second yet either. So mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect.
2: Um, and then my sweet is I actually just started as a set PA on an HBO show this week. So. Oh, awesome. So
0: exciting. Yeah, can you say so what show?
2: T- I, I don't think I can, but it's a it's a big, big production. Yeah. Very, oh, that's exciting. awesome. Yeah, that's Love exciting. that for
1: you. Very, um, exciting. for me, um, salty, I think, is gonna be, um, just like, and it's kind of inversely salty, it's like not fully salty, but just like so much <laughs> is like on my plate right now, um, in just different aspects, whether I'd be like, you know, pays the bills work or like passion work so it's just like kind of just balancing act like just figuring all that has been salty just because it's like just taking a toll um but you know i can't be too mad at least it's work um for my suite um an artist i managed Taya we're gearing up to release her like first song soon and so just been putting all the pieces together for that so i'm excited to kind of just continue putting out music and hopping more into that world and just you know being creative so feeling pretty sweet about that
0: very exciting what's this can you what's the name of the single sharif
1: um i won't say now oh, okay. because um, she's super like she'll be like live so yeah, but it'll it'll, it'll be <laughs> it'll be announced soon and it's a cool track okay. um so i'm excited
0: wait is it the one that you showed me the music video for
1: no not that one okay. um okay. that will come out uh probably second or third
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well,
1: um, now that yeah. we've
0: sweetened, salted, Amelie, <laughs> what have you been up to recently? Do you wanna? Are you working <laughs> on any projects? I mean, I definitely want to hear you speak about Messes Mine and kind mm-hmm. of how that came to fruition and the whole process behind mm-hmm. that. Um, so, yeah, the floor is
2: yours? Kind I'll of. Okay, I'll get right into it. Um, I'm based so I got stuck in LA over quarantine. So I ended up moving there. I was supposed to move to How's there. that been? Amazing. I like it's funny with like LA is I was like, I'm gonna move there, I'm gonna move to the city, New York City, and go to LA in like a couple years, you know. So right. like I kinda like do a classic it trajectory. Mm-hmm. Classic. <laughs> but then I got stuck there. I was like, okay, this is this is not that bad to be in LA. Mm-hmm. And I ended up loving it. I love the like like Creative community that's there, and like everyone I've met, and it just like it's been so surprising yet amazing at the same time.
1: I'm a big proponent mm-hmm. of L.A. over New York, so
2: same. I, yeah. I
1: definitely I, say good pick.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I moved from to L.A. from New York um,
2: mm-hmm. back in 2019. So yeah, I think it's a. How it's long a were st-
1: you in New York prior?
2: Um, I just I gradu I went to school upstate, New York, Bard College. And I graduated in film production in 2019. And then I was going to actually, I was interviewed for the show I'm working on now um, and got in February of 2020 and (laughs) March. I was in LA for meetings. I was supposed to move straight away and start on the show. Mm -hmm. um, in sometime in March. So that's how it happened. But now I'm, I mean, thankfully now they're doing it. So that's good, but it's been, yeah, wait, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it
1: all works out. Yeah. Um,
2: but, um, I, yeah, I'm actually I've been here since February, and I'm probably leaving back to LA end of May. So,
1: oh, yeah. you're York in New right York right now. Right
2: now. Yes, okay. they're shooting it here. That's how I got to- it. Got uh, it. Okay. Right. <laughs>
1: I see. You're set, PA in New York on the show. in New York right, right now on the LA.
2: show, but I moved Kansas. to <laughs> LA accidentally. And I'm supposed to move here. Gotcha. That was like,
0: so <laughs> while you're in New York, are you, are you able to, uh, to like sublet a place or how is that working? Yes. Nice my
2: design. friend is actually here who lived here, but also moved to LA over quarantine, but I've stayed in her apartment. Okay. That's nice. Very cool. Yeah. So. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, lo- I miss you the working? So much. No, go- sorry. Didn't mean Oh, no. Work, so. <laughs> I was just saying I miss the city so much because I have never actually really lived here. I've been upstate for college. So I would come right. every, every weekend but I never actually like lived here for longer than probably a month. So, Got so. You.
1: and you've already you've already started, right? Um, yes, like you're on set currently. So how is it? Because I'm feeling I or not feeling like, but we're still we're still in like you know COVID compliance era. So how has it been for you, kind of like being on set? Mm-hmm. I guess on the like later side of like the pandemic, but yeah. still in it.
2: Well, I feel like now that they've implemented so many, like tools in order to like deal with all the what ifs and you know they're very like strict and very organized. So I think now everyone's kind of
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know understood what needs to be put in place to, you know, lower the risks and all that. But it's it's been it's been really good. You know, it's a it's a big space and it's outside and you know everyone's just keeping their distance nice. and you know wearing their masks, you know, the classic, you know, COVID rules, but <laughs> it's been really good and it, and also it feels it feels so weird to be on like a big set I've never really been on somebody else's set beside mine and some, mm-hmm. some of my friends that have like probably like you know like 12 to 20 mm-hmm. or like like the biggest set I've directed on was like a 40 person set but this was mm-hmm. like this is like a lot of people like it's 200 a, people right a lot yeah yeah and like the, the the equipment they have and like all the extras they have, and it's mm-hmm. it's really insane. It's a whole and it was, operation, mm-hmm. and it's so crazy. I, to think how organized they are! I'm like, I thought it was going to be like hectic, like so stressful, screaming, mm-hmm. running around, you know, like chickens with their heads cut off, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of vibe. But it's it's so calm and organized. So it's
0: good, isn't it? Cool <laughs> to like kind of be able to be there and like observe the magic mm-hmm. of TV making and like how mm-hmm. it all and there's so many moving
2: pieces. Exactly. It's such a big um, collaboration with like people watching a movie or watching any kind of like, you know, show or whatever. But it, it's the, there's so many moving parts. and People yeah, like not really yeah. understand that. And then they, they get into film and they're like, whoa, like this is.
1: Yeah, crazy. no, it's. It, it, when you get into it, I, I always used to talk about this because I studied film and TV at Boston University. And when I first started learning about um, even just like camera shots, I hated it because whenever I would watch something after that, I just saw it in the shots. And and yeah. and like it, I literally had to retrain my vein to just watch it. I was like, don't yeah. look at like oh, what 180 degree because it started to take the magic out of it because mm-hmm. I was just seeing how they did it behind Technical. the scenes. And I, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I had to like retrain myself. To takes be like, you no, out no, of it. Go into the enjoyment. Um, so I definitely feel what you mean. Like once yeah. you get into it, it's a you understand it so differently.
2: So hectic and it's such a business, you know, as mm-hmm. well. It's like you want to like, you know, it's like entertainment and, you know, very like money making like industry, but it's like, there's a fine line. You kind of want to like create and be, you know, an artist, and then it's like, oh, but you actually have an audience to please, and it's not just. No, right. exactly. And so that's also like always interesting to kind of always go back to that idea and be like, what, you know,
1: yeah. what is it? And with that balance mean? of creative and business for your own um, yeah. short film that you did for Mess Mind, mm-hmm. talk a little bit about like, oh, yeah. Doing that on your own, like the balance of having to be like, oh, I want to be creative, but then you also have to be the boss, of like business wise mm-hmm. as well.
2: Yeah. So actually Mess is Mine is my second short. I did okay. the first one called Pink Boy, but I didn't I've never released it because I it's a proof of concept. So mm-hmm. it's attached to like a longer script. But that was my first baby. And then I was not expecting to move so like fast into another short. So I released Mess is Mine in May of two thousand nine no, um Pink Boy in May of twenty nineteen and then I um I directed Mess is Mine in December of two th- yeah, 2019 as well. So it was just like such a so short right. period. pre pandemic Yeah, <laughs> right before I got everything, out, everything out. But um, it was actually just like it. My friend uh, Cardia, who's one of the main characters, is uh, from Australia, and she's always wanted to pursue acting. So yes. we're just talking about it. it happened like so easily. We're just talking about it, and she kind of she commissioned me to do it at first. Oh, sick. with her boyfriend, but then they broke up right before so then it became more of my story you know because i had to re- i had to recast it and then it like turned into like more of my my own but she yeah. committed
1: to the story at first I mean, it's a good thing like it right. happened before and not during oh <laughs> yeah
2: i feel like that would have been a good dynamic though like a good like well, it's between it's them. funny cuz
0: art imitates life right and it's mess is that? mine which is by the way anyone listening is available to View on <laughs> YouTube, um, and it's lovely. It's eleven minutes long, and um, in well, spoiler alert, you know <laughs> they don't end up together, um, and yeah. So how going off of that, mm-hmm. you said you have to had to adapt the script then and kind of recast and everything, mm-hmm. um, but you've you've directed it and you wrote it mm-hmm.
2: right. Yeah.
0: So how was that kind of really, like you said, you took it on as your own. Like now you are spearheading the whole operation mm-hmm. project creatively and logistically, I would assume mm-hmm. too, with like yeah. gathering crew and cast and organizing it and producing it. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, yeah. So can you just, I mean, speak even further about that experience and kind of like what you learned from it, what you had to learn on the fly, maybe mm-hmm. what things come were coming up for you that you had to work through mm-hmm. whatever you want to share well, about that process
2: I feel like it was It it's so it was the most amazing like experience I've had so far on a film set because mm-hmm. after my my first short kind of still learning like the moving parts like oh I have to right. get a graphic designer oh I have to like you know like things mm-hmm. that you're like
0: what? what? Oh, like, the I'm, audio
2: is. Important. Oh, like oh, the audio sound viral, is terrible. <laughs> like the, it was like that was my like okay now I I'm not like you know like lost on my own set. <laughs> so right. this one I was like I for me what I I started off as a writer and then I wanted to, and then it turned into being a filmmaker because I'm very visual as well. But I'm visual in my writing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So I always love writing my own things. That's basically what I ideally want to do with um, everything I direct. So. Um, I mean the basic idea was just a love story but I'm not a very big I don't like ro- like ro- romances I don't like those mm-hmm. kind of movies I'm not like emotional in any way but yeah not like awkward yeah I'm very we'll get into it later when we if we talk about like relationships and stuff. Yeah. But, um so what was I saying? Um oh yeah so I'm I'm always I'm very interested in um like human interactions and dynamics. And how like I'm very I'm I'm not very like dialogue based. I love mm-hmm. to see like um, like re- reveal things with what is not can't is not said or like mm-hmm. um, uh, character mannerisms or things like that. I really like subtle subtlety. Love it. Like the like the long longer take it. It is the best. It is like the boring like
1: <laughs> like yeah. I love
2: long movies like two hours long like no dialogue like those kind of things, which is. Very interesting. But um, so I was like, oh, what would happen if it's like two people that used to have a relationship and revisited this relationship like two, three years later and you put them yeah. together? It's kind of like that like push and pull of like, it's like nostalgic at the same time, but then it's like unclear because they're strangers, but they have that sort of like. But oh, they're, they're not strangers, but, but they're not like that. But when you see like any type of ex love or anything years later, it's kind of like a weird tension, like dynamic. And I wanted to show that I wanted to show that like that she's pushing him away. And then the other towards the end, it's him pushing her away and how it's like dynamic, but it is, it is a very like eerie, like nostalgic short, which I think I was happy that I captured that like, um, um, retro kind of like Paris, Texas. Like I wanted that. It definitely I loved, gave me that vibe. I love motels. <laughs> I love the desert. Mm-hmm. I love. I was, was going
0: to ask where did you shoot that? it in Palm Springs? Palm Springs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Nice. That's what I thought. baby. Well, I, I, <laughs> love I love that kind of like aesthetic. So I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, also the, I wanted to like, I wanted people not to know what time it was, what day it was, or like what, period it was because it kind of felt feels very nebulous
0: in that sense Mm -hmm. like you can't put your finger on it yeah it's like in a enjoyable way and it kind of um helps the whole I feel like tone of
1: the Mm -hmm. short yeah I was and I I like that you brought up how you said you're not a very dialogue heavy person because I wanted to actually ask with the tandem of being like the writer director in um in the short there are a lot of moments where like there is no dialogue it's like just Mm -hmm. visuals when you're writing and you say you're a visual writer so like how much of that have you written versus like you know because you're gonna direct it like Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have to write the whole thing because like you're handing it to yourself or (laughs) do you actually plan it all out so that like you go to that directing like you're doing Mm -hmm. the words that you've set in you know
2: yeah I feel like I am very um I love composition and I love it being like very, it has to, in order for something to look effortless and my, my opinion, it kind of has to be like very planned out, you know, mm-hmm. cause then you have, so I write everything down. Like I go location, like all those places I went location scouting before. And then I come mm-hmm. back in and stuff, but like down to like where the car is, the mailbox, like him oh, closing the mailbox, like him, like kicking the sand when he's walking towards it, that's all written And, like, all those, like, little mannerisms are written in it. Um, But I just love, like, having a beautiful setting and just propping in my, like, actors and just putting them in in there. And then, like, they can move around with the space. Like, I love that kind of, like, uh, freedom. If that makes sense, there's like freedom,
0: but not to much them well, If I'm hiding
2: like them. because
0: you are able to provide such a beautiful and uh, specific structure for your mm-hmm. actors, that then kind of when their plot one gets to that point in the process where they're plopped in, they're able to just like play within this structure now because it's been set up so beautifully mm-hmm. by the writing and directing.
2: Mm-hmm you yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's so funny seeing like watching your own or like reviewing your own projects because you're like yeah. every time you're like get a step ahead you kind of miss something you know you're like oh damn i missed the insert shots like i should have done yeah. those or the sound is not where it wanted to be or like the music i wish the music was strong. you know it's like there's always something you you work on and you kind of like you're like okay good on this one i improved on on that and then yeah you know, there's so many moving pieces that you kind of you know, I need to keep up with the. Yeah. yeah.
0: Would you say that, Um. you know, as we were touching on, it seems like you're a very visually driven storyteller. I'm assuming that also has to do with the fact that you are a very actively working photographer and creative director. Am I right on that? Yeah. Can, do on. you want to talk yeah. about that? <laughs> about your yeah, photography I... and how that kind of informs everything else? for
2: you creatively mm-hmm. um i feel like um in terms of photography it's always just been taking photos of my friends and like you know kind of getting that like spontaneous feel in terms of capturing um, an image um but for creative direction it has been really fun cuz over quarantine i've kind of like cuz every like in fashion which i've like i've started working in fashion at an early age it's always been very structured in terms of like Magazines, which is um, okay, we're like booked out for like the you know fashion stories until like for the next two years. But then quarantine hit, and people are just like they're so hungry for like new things for like you know what what can what can you pitch to a magazine or you know a brand, and they want they because then you have your team. Like I'm in LA, I have my team. It's easy. I can just do it there. Send it over. You know they don't have to organize it internally. That makes mm-hmm. sense. So I kind of so like I- took every opportunity. I could get to create direct and, and put myself as a model in, in those editorials.
0: Yeah. So how does that, is that kind of, um, when you say you have your team, it's like mm-hmm. your, the p- collaborators here yeah. in LA that you like to work with, whether that be styling, photography, mm-hmm. whatever That' cool. Yeah. And one yeah. of those is your boyfriend, right? Yes. Eden? He's
2: also Eden. a photographer, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's uh, um, my quarantine him. boyfriend. <laughs> I
1: Love that and you guys <laughs> met in quarantine. We
2: we met before, but I wasn't ready to let. Got
1: in. you, but then the world ended, and you're
2: like, <laughs> and then the was like yeah, oh, I'm like, here, <laughs> no. I'm here,
1: let's <laughs> do this thing. That's dope, though. Um, so you kind of like kind of preluded to it, so I feel like we should hop onto it because I feel like we love just talking about everything, yeah. experiences in general. How has a quarantine relationship been for you, like hopping into something, um, in that time when like, pretty much I'm pretty, I'm going to assume y'all spend a lot of time together. Cause what else do mm-hmm. you do? Um, <laughs> yeah. so like for you, how, how has that been?
2: It's been really good. Cause I feel really? like I keep saying, saying this to like people, but if I, if quarantine didn't happen, I wouldn't be in a relationship. I mean, it sounds bad, but it's because I was, I before quarantine, I was just coming back from being, um, three months in like Europe and doing fashion mm-hmm. month there in February and all that came back and I was going to move to New York. So like the fact that I ended up just staying in LA yeah. staying put and the fact Aiden was able to not work at all. Cause he's mm-hmm. a workaholic. I'm a workaholic. <laughs> it's kind of like hard to, <laughs> you know, coordinate, but the fact that we right. were both like had nothing to do and really like took a step back and kind of yeah. like, we were able to like enjoy our time together and get to know each other and even when we first started hanging out, we were like, you know what? Like, I miss being creative. Let's go to Joshua Tree and take some photos. You know, like that yeah. was my mind. Why, not? <laughs> why
1: that's, not? That's honestly so fire. I My ex, she um, works <laughs> at a, uh, like a financial thing. She's She does like environmental policy or mm-hmm. whatever, financial. And, and something I just really learned is that for whoever I'm future with in a relationship with like, she has to be a creative. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't have to be like what I do. Like I I tap into like music stuff and it doesn't have to be that. But like, I just think when you're a creative dating someone else who's a creative just allows you guys to number one, understand mm-hmm. like if that person has a busy schedule um, or mm-hmm. if like, you know what they're doing and have interest in it, but then mm-hmm. also to be able to make stuff. Like I, I feel like mm-hmm. that's so fire to be like, Hey, I, we haven't done, I haven't done anything. Well, let's go to Joshua Trini. And, yeah. and I feel like, say for instance, like Aiden instead was yeah, a corporate <laughs> lawyer. And you're like, hey, I haven't been like, I want to go to Joshua Jane. He's like, uh, <laughs> no. uh, Sorry, why? I, got, I got a <laughs> <supporting>. <laughs> Right. You
2: know, it's like,
1: and so many people tap into the whole opposites attract, but I think opposites subtract to a point. Mm-hmm. I think personally, and this is just my own personal opinion, <laughs> longevity. Opposites, you'll start to see cracks
2: mm-hmm.
1: when it when it comes down to fundamentals. Because if if y'all just if like there's just so many activities that y'all just aren't aligned, then like, what are y'all gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> you know I what I mean? like
2: yeah. priorities is like the priorities mm-hmm. are different. And also, I always I've always heard that growing up, and I'm like, you guys have to have the same like priorities, or like I ideas of like what you mm-hmm. want to achieve in life. But I'm like, no, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't believe that, but it's actually is true. You know, you kind of need to like yeah. agree on certain yeah. things. And
1: that's exactly. Really Cause also is Aiden in New York with you right now?
2: No, he's, um, no. this is okay. like, first like long distance. He's in, he's actually, I think he's in Bulgaria shooting something right oh, now. That, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's that a long, ge- long distance. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so,
1: yeah. So
2: he's, he's in LA. He's based there.
1: He's based in LA. Based okay, in LA. cool, cool, cool. So, because, yeah, I just wanted to ask about that. I think you guys, obviously, you found your home, your current home in L.A. now, and he's based mm-hmm. in L.A. But in a way, for work, you guys are nomads in a way. Um, yeah. So, like, how does that, how has that been now that you, have like, now exited from, all right, quarantine, we're together mm-hmm. 24-7 to now. I don't know what time it is in
2: Bulgaria. Yeah. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> hours ahead. right now. <laughs> no,
1: exactly. Like, early in the a.m. Um,
2: I don't know. I feel like because we we've, we've always known, even when we were friends before dating that we are both like individuals that would go where the work is very hardworking. That's like always been like the top priority for me. And I think for him, so I think we kind of, if it's, it's an understanding we have, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like the work is like, you're, you're about, you're, you're on your way to reach your goals. And so, so am I, so it's just going to benefit both of us and being together. and it's, It also makes it nicer, you know, having some space and then, you know, exactly. reuniting. That's so um, epic. I'm, especially I'm because
1: you
0: guys – It is. <laughs> well, I was going to say, especially because you guys have – it seems like you've gotten a several chances now to, like, professionally work on projects together, mm-hmm. um, which is yeah. even yeah. beyond just, like, having a fun road trip to Joshua Tree and doing yeah. shoot, like, actual – paid opportunities it seems which is like so beautiful and so cute (laughs)
1: it's it's so fire because i think like especially in your 20s um and a lot of us that are in this um over encompassing entertainment space Mm -hmm. like we've got these goals we've got these ambitions and one of the reasons for me while i'm like i'm not going to be in a relationship for a while is because like Mm -hmm. i just got so much to do like i don't i don't have time and (laughs) and i feel like in order to have a relationship and do this like grind stuff you got to be like how you and aiden are where like you, you recognize and it's not placing work above each other no, it's recognizing no. that like work is important to mm-hmm. me and the yeah. fact that both of you have that same notion is the thing about priorities you can't yeah. you're not going to get mad at each other because you're both grinding. No. versus exactly. like sometimes you enter into situations where it's one person who's like I need to do this work. And then it was, but hey, like, why are we yeah, here? I, And it's, so it's like, no, I gotta band. shoot. You know, exactly. <laughs> to so that's me. And yeah.
0: that's where, like, I mean, not to get too, like, I don't know, cheesy, but like, mm. <laughs> when, like, ideally, when you have two people that, like, love each other, you wanna, you want your person to be achieving their goals yeah. or working mm-hmm. towards their dreams. And, like, how great be a is boss, that? Just yeah. like you. That you can. Exactly.
2: support each other in the process mm-hmm. and i feel like the fact that it, it makes me happy to you know work and you know do the things i love doing it makes it it's just it's just going to enhance the relationship you know so yeah. then, okay. you know like stopping someone because it's i don't know we have we have dinner plans and then they're, <laughs> they're like busy doing treatment you know what i mean it's like you know it's you can't it can't it doesn't have to be that complicated
1: yeah I love that. Yeah. Um, and then to dive back into the work for a second, I have a question. So, a lot of the times when you've, you've done your short films your photography, that's all been kind of like um, working on working for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now doing the set PA, you're kind of like, for all intents and purposes, back in the corporate world, yeah, differently, but like you know, working under stuff. Like for you, what made you want to hop into that? Is it is it because you want to like just gain that? more just set experience for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um or is that a path that you want to like raise up in like kind of being that or do you want to like yeah. go back to like in like the indiness and stuff like mm-hmm.
2: that? Um it's funny I was actually thinking about it because my friend the other day was asking me like why are you why are you jumping into this job if you've already directed things and done things mm-hmm. for yourself. And I do think it's like it's easy to say nowadays, now that everyone's doing so many things at a young age and are able to get those opportunities. They were like other people, other generations were not able to because of the structure, the internal structure and the the hierarchy of, you know, getting somewhere. But I don't know. I feel like I could, I could say, okay, I could just dedicate the next two years to like actually direct a a feature film. Like, you know, like anything is possible now, but I feel like why do it? Why, why would I want to do it now? I still need to learn like what, you know, I need to learn from my peers that are like on set. They're all like older. They've been in the mm-hmm. industry for 20 plus years. And that's like not an opportunity that like I want to miss. And it's, I'm still yeah. learning. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think yeah, it's really, it's really, I'm really happy to be able to be on a set like that and learn from the producers and like, listen to what the director is saying and the the talkie walkie and like, kind of like see the terms too. Cause a lot of terms I still haven't learned yet, you know, like set terms and people, how they interact and what they say and like talking about like cameras, lenses, like all those equipments and seeing the lighting, you know, it's just so many things I haven't seen yet. And that like, is just going to enrich my knowledge for like doing my own things like later on. So
0: absolutely. And so many of those things, you are really just like experience based, Mm -hmm. like, unless like you got to Because – okay, so sidetrack. I (laughs) got the chance to work as a PA on season four of Goliath, which is an Amazon mm
1: -hmm. Prime
0: show with Billy Bob Thornton, and that was back in the fall through um, the end of January, and even the short amount of time that I was working on it, like everything that you're saying, like I mean, I still have obviously loads to learn and will continue to do so. But, like, I feel even just after that short stint, like, so much more versed in just, like, set culture and vocabulary and the whole operation and, like, have a better understanding of what it means to work on a professional set in regardless of what department or facet Mm -hmm. you're working in. Um, So I totally hear you on that. And that's what I'm – kind of in between things right now, but in my next gig is hopefully going to provide that for Mm -hmm. me as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. no, I think that's definitely like for both, what both of you are saying, definitely a good way of thinking things. So like right now I work, um, I work at Netflix and so I work in the film and TV space, but like I, what I've learned even just through uh, quarantine and like, it's always been in me, but like what I've seen, what I want to do is effectively move full time into like the music space. Mm. And I'm one of those people that I can't work in the corporate world. So, like that's not going to be me. I'm just gonna. I <laughs> want to do things on like myself. But I then often think and like talking to people, they're like, "Oh, why don't you go work at like a label first or like um, somewhere like a boutique agency in the music space to learn the inside?" Mm-hmm. And then half of me is like, "No, nah, I don't want to do that because like I just I don't like corporate environments. My brain just doesn't work in there." But then I flip it to like what you're talking about with like being on set. There are certain things that like. I don't know mm-hmm. that I could learn being in the belly of the beast, right? Yeah, and so I think that's something I I gotta like kind of think about. And so yeah, just, to, you know,
0: all your pride nice to think about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you already have such footing at Netflix, mm-hmm. Sharif. Not to turn mm. this into like a career counseling <laughs> for you, but like, I, if you're uh, unsolicited advice here, like you already have such like. um, ground beneath mm-hmm. you at netflix that yeah. i feel like unless conditions were unbearable for whatever reason or if a lateral switch to something in music that interests you came mm-hmm. up i don't i don't know we can talk more about this <laughs> later yeah.
2: i feel like it's, but, it's like second school you know it's just like it's, mm-hmm. it's the real world you know going to school or you know high college is like it's just the basic it's like it's more about your references like going to college so many film references and director references it's just like a you know repertoire for just when you're talking about films and whatever um but then being actually physically there and like in the real time is like very like helpful that's what i like i found Mm
1: yeah yeah absolutely Real deal (laughs) (laughs) um here's here's a question for you so um Five years later, it's twenty. What is it? Are we in twenty twenty one? Twenty six. So it's twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. Wow. And Amalie, you're doing another interview like this. What is twenty twenty six? Amelie working on? Like, what? Is, what is she doing? What's her life look like?
0: Um, I'm laughing at your your eyes. You (laughs) made.
2: Yeah, I get it. It's a loaded question. I can only do like yearly, you know. Expect like you know, I'm never the person that's like in five years because I never because where I am now, I've never, I never even thought like graduating 2019, I would be here. You know. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, ideally, hopefully, I would be doing. I mean, I finished or in the process of doing my first feature. Okay. I don't know. because I'm the person that's always growing up being like, I really want to make like I want to be a director and make a movie. Yeah. But then I'm like, and then I'm out. <laughs> like
1: mm-hmm. <that's>
2: the, <laughs> I'm gonna move to middle of nowhere, like Iceland or Bye. something, and yeah. like, live in a small cottage and then I'm and then people would be like, what's up with this girl? Like she does like, I
0: love cottage vibes.
2: I love cottage <laughs> now like working more in it. I'm like I actually do want to like make this like a lifetime like goal yeah. i like direct a few things so hopefully I would I wrote and directed my first film but
1: and that feature is that that's going to be based off the concept you think it, it was Pink my, Boy? my was first
2: like- short I'm actually like the time because Pink Boy I wrote when I was 16 and
1: oh, snap.
2: hmm Look, no, I said oh snap. Like oh, no. I, could, I could I could send it to you it's probably but I could send it to you guys and you guys yeah, Oh I yes the, the concept like, I would
1: love yes like please you
2: think. it's my it's my baby. So it's the first yeah script I've ever written and all that and then I directed when I was um, like yeah in 2019 two years ago. But um I don't know now I feel like with um it's funny because I was talking to one of my friends at WME and he's like he, he's an assistant to the agents there and stuff, but he was like you kind of have to write like shape this, I mean, write and direct things that are, like, of this time. Because mm-hmm. this, that's what people are going to want to watch. Not not what you, like, have been holding on to for, you know, years. You know what I mean? Right, this
0: yeah. So like the watch, expression, there's hmm? expressions, like, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with it, with screenwriting. It's like, kill your darlings or kill your hmm. babies. Like, don't yeah. be afraid to yeah do those things <laughs> that you've I would, are precious so- to you.
1: I agree with him in the way up. But the I feel like way. as you go up,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you, you, you will get to a point where you can now do, do
2: whatever you want. Oh,
1: correct. Yeah. Because I think with making things of the now, it's because you're pushing your um, piece, right? You want mm-hmm. people to be attached to the piece. But as you get more known and as you like continue to see success... Mm-hmm. Now your pieces are also attached to you as a person. Yeah. So for the most part, all your pieces are mm-hmm. going to be good. So it's like, all right, I'm going to watch this because Amelie wrote and direct this, directed this. Mm-hmm. So as you continue to go up, like I think at some point in your career, you will make the feature a Big Boy. Is it the first yes. one? Yes. Maybe not, but I think that yeah. you will, or I think that you should, because it's something that it's obviously like you said, near and dear to you. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I definitely, I definitely Absolutely. do agree with his um,
2: yeah. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to like write develop a couple scripts I have a few ideas but um, yeah just trying just trying to see what is a priority now and what would would be make more sense this yeah right. what yeah. do you think you want to explore
0: those same um, themes though and same type of genre and aesthetic mm-hmm. that you've explored in the past two shorts
2: yeah yeah I think uh, keeping it very like. Um, like slow, slow pace, like very, like, um, like beautiful composition, like mm-hmm. beautiful locations, shot on film. Mm-hmm. I've actually just started shooting digital. I like, got like, it's so weird because I, I started in the back, the reverse. Like, I started shooting mm-hmm. film and then now I'm shooting digital, which is terrifying to me, which is weird. <laughs> a, it's a it's so easy I'm to sure. do. <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. I said, it's, I'm sure it's a whole other beast though. You have to like adjust, especially with working with a dp i'm sure that the way they approach mm. it all is different as well
2: very different but um what was i saying oh yeah the, <laughs> the type of film but still about like i just love like showing the humanity in people which sounds mm. okay but I, that's for me i'm never gonna like may, maybe one day but for me like the the sci-fi like marvel or like you know action movie, like those things don't really um Appeal to me now. Same, mm-hmm. same. Sharif <laughs> 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 has
0: other feelings. But, well, no, likes well,
1: I think it's cool, I but I, but I, but I think we've also we yeah. also are starting to enter, and we'll get into the point where like you tell such a like grounded grounded story about like the human experience that like all right that guy mm-hmm. might have
2: mm-hmm. people are doing more and more yeah. when you when yeah. you yeah. the shows Genre like blending. like. Uh, with the shows, like, I don't know, like, the those, like, mini-series, like, Sharp Objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah like,
1: when, yeah. Now like, people are really, Song like, Song with the, the mayor, mm-hmm. what was
2: Kate, was it Kate Winslet? Anyone that just came out? Is that... Yeah, Kate? in uh... Mayor, okay. mayor of... That's also, like, yeah. middle, like, a small town. Yeah, like, that small town, yeah. cop in that town, like, everyone's knows yeah. each other like the I think now people are going by, like, Nomadland, like, people are going back to, mm-hmm. like, just human, yeah. humanity and, like, showing those, I love
1: Slice of Life content.
2: Like so mm-hmm. i i love love that yeah but it's, it's funny because i my dad was a big sci-fi person so he sh- he's the one that showed me star wars and you know like galactica and like all those mm-hmm. first shows but i that's what made me want to be a filmmaker which, was star wars mm-hmm. like well, that i was gonna I, say i started off doing sci like writing sci-fi and then it like it completely switched i don't know <laughs> interesting. But it's interesting yeah
0: So would you say that that was your like your your father's love of film or sci fi was like your greatest inspiration or kind of uh, influence to pursue it in a more
2: serious sense? I think it was just the whole like I was so fascinated by like George Lucas and like Mm -hmm. the world he built and like how like amazing and innovative and different it was so i was like oh like because i've you know we i've watched movies before that but Mm -hmm. just like clicked for some reason because i was writing a lot i was like i was like i'm gonna be a writer you know but then i watched that and i was like wait i can actually make them into movies like you know (laughs) like so in awe
1: i love that totally so i i just want to talk about like this because i just love music so in some of my internet scour i did see that you um once said that you love uh, rap music like Travis Scott, ASAP Rocky, Fetty Wap, Bobby Shmurda. So where I wanted you.
0: It's, it's, where is that? Wait, where did I say that?
1: It's on a models. It's, <laughs> it's on a models.com article. Like when you were twenty. Um, um, Okay. Which is really funny because I think Bobby Schmurda had probably just went to prison and now I, he's finally I out. I love
2: that song. I, and he's 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 getting out, there, right? Yeah,
1: he's, yeah, he's back. He's out finally, so it's like back to it. But I bring that up because I just want to ask you about like um, your connection to music and like or like what you enjoy in the music space and stuff like that.
2: It's weird. I have a weird like trajectory when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. I really. I really love like you know when like the SoundCloud rappers came up, and I really Ooh. love like, um, uh, what was it? Oh, what was his name? So Wait, was it Ski? Oh, Ski Mask the Slump God, Yes, like, yeah, and like yeah. that whole like group of people, and I I used to love the like screaming rap as well. I would fall asleep <laughs> on the plane listening to that. Like to I relax, you know. It's like, oh my god, I love. I thought it was do so. We need, do we st- need to talk? Are you good? <laughs> 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 I was like blasting it. Like, my neighbor's probably like, what the hell? Like, dozing off. <laughs> like, very odd. But I, I used to, I still love it to this day. But now I'm more like um, Daniel Caesar, Dijon. Like, oh, I like, love Daniel Caesar. Love, like, love, lo- you know, more like. Um, was more smooth positive. indie, smooth, like, indie yeah. yeah that you know something you can actually sleep you know sleep mm, to.
1: Right.
2: but, <laughs> but mm. i still do love I, I love rap music that's like was actually like i listened to it a lot yeah growing up and then now it's more just calm <laughs> yeah,
1: no, do you listen to music when you write
2: yes which is right. weird i'm like it, it's, i'm torn because then when i'm starting to write i get distracted and i'm like Oh no. And then I, I do it without, and then I put it back in and I'm like, I can't decide. Like mm-hmm. I love it. Cause I don't like the quiet, like I don't like stillness. I want, I need some sort of um, something to get uh, the mood I want to portray. Like, you know, it depends. Yeah. On, right. You know, Set writing. the
0: tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always ask anyone who is a writer of any sorts, like, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have any writing rituals like when you sit down, if you, like you said, music, not music, whatever, if you have to have a tea, if there
2: has to be a certain type of
0: day, like, is there, or are you kind of just like when it's got to be done
2: and you sit down and get it done? Um, I'm, I'm such a big night owl. So for me, it's like I get the most inspired when everyone else is asleep. So like 3 a.m., yeah. weirdly enough, like 3 a.m. or like really late, um, I'm often like in my bed listening to music and just like writing away or like staring at the wall for like an hour like without <laughs> writing anything because I'm actually my I run everything through my 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 mind like every image is like I I walk with the character in my head I mean I feel like that mm. the normally do but I just actually need to like know where everything is in my head and what they're gonna do and what their mannerisms are and then I have to I put it down so it's kind of like yeah. kind of like you know deleting something on the paper but it's actually deleting my head like I have to okay this doesn't work so let, let's start over and then I like mm. rewind and backtrack so gotcha
0: so you create kind of this like in in your mind visual play-by-play of the mm-hmm. whole thing before you even put words on the yeah. page really yes. nice yeah very cool and then what so you're working on the HBO show mm-hmm. and then you're gonna hopefully within the next near future work on a feature is there anything else that's upcoming that you're looking forward to that
2: you want to share with us um I don't I don't I want to like get more into photography which is like a new space because my my dad is also he's an artist but photographer as well so I've always grown up with him and like using you know bringing along a camera and all that but Mm. I'm just like really interested to explore that world that I've never like really explored. So maybe learning more about that. And yeah, and you recently
0: to signed to a got signed for that. photography, right?
2: Yes, it's, it's very, very exciting.
0: exciting
2: yeah, i'm I'm very excited. I, I never thought that would have happened, so like early on, but I'm very excited about that. yeah, and hopefully they can help me produce other projects, and you know i want I want to do a short film this year and I want to do, you know, like get more into fashion filmmaking as well and commercial. I really, I've yeah. never done a commercial. I really want to get into that so, uh, as yeah. well.
0: Yeah. It's a whole new space, <laughs> right? commercial stuff. Mm-hmm. We were just talking to someone else about commercials. They're wild. Um, <laughs> oh, <crazy. laughs> Very cool though.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so <laughs> Sharif, do you want to do some rapid fire questions?
1: Yeah, let's hit cool. it. Um, Very cool. What is your, now that you've been in New York, uh, and then I want you to be from L.A., but, like, what's your go-to food? Like, what's your restaurant?
2: Ooh, oh, a specific restaurant?
1: Or or you can even say type of food.
2: Cuisine Recently? Ooh, I do love, like, a poke bowl, like, sweet food. Mm. No. Okay. okay, you have to
0: go <laughs> in L.A., to sea salt poke it's Ooh. on the west side over yeah. kind of in like brentwood almost santa monica area
2: mm.
0: puts sweet fin to shame <laughs> oh to no. shame wait what like, is it called sea, so salt sea salt poke oh yeah
2: it's salt. Okay.
0: and um it's so good and you I, what i do is i get half greens half white sushi rice mm. and then it's just so good, and salmon tuna.
1: The oh, wow. um, wait, what's poke yeah. again? I don't know why when y'all say poke, <laughs> I thought acai bowl. It's not bad.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, no. <laughs> poke's, so it's poke sick. is so poke is sushi
0: both bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poke is like the sashimi bowls, mm-hmm. essentially. Right? Like, oh, why like isn't that good. just sushi? Because yeah.
1: it's like a bowl.
0: It's well, like it's a bowl, and it's so it's from a sushi Hawaii, bowl, just right? called poke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. It's
0: like. It's Hawaiian in origin, I believe. The like the the name poke and like the oh. concept of putting it in a bowl with other things.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because, and this isn't really a rapid fire, but I did want to touch on this. Like, you're trilingual, first off.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> how? Sorry, because I did want to touch on this. Like, mm-hmm. how has um, the embodiment of different cultures been for you as um, as a person?
2: Yeah. Um, I think it's opened me up to like, it's, it's made me more like open-minded because mm-hmm. I've, I was born in San Francisco, left when I was three months old and grew up in Paris my whole life mm-hmm. and went to French high school, all that. I just, I learned English at home because my parents taught mm-hmm. and then French in high school. And I actually never really lived in the US. I, I would, I would cut, I would have, I, I came every summer to see my family, but most of my time till I was 18 was in Paris. So that was really interesting to have that like European upbringing and the cultures and then also have yeah. the U S as well. Cause I, my mom always wanted me to go to college here.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
2: then I got like a little bit of everything, but I think it just, it just opened me up to just see things like in a more accepting and like international way. You know, it's not like, yeah, yeah. yeah like the, I, I'm, how to say it. <laughs> um yeah, and I'm just really open to yeah. You no. Know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. Very cool.
1: Not americans are cooler.
0: Anymore. Oh
2: my dad's German sure to too. Fun.
0: So
1: he's German. What was that? My dad's me? German
0: as well. Okay. That's so cool. Gotcha.
1: Ah, <laughs> I wish I knew
2: How
0: often this. do you get to speak German?
2: I used I used to be pretty good at it, but now I've well, my dad's very disappointed me, but I've I've lost it. But I understand <laughs> I understand most of it.
1: Yeah. i need to go do back you think you'll ever um imbue these uh, um these languages that you know in a, in something that you work you do like in a script or something like that
2: yeah it's i don't know actually because i was i've always wanted to shoot in europe like in italy or like any because it just the scenery is just so much more beautiful there yeah i can't the locations, even imagine but i don't know in terms of like culture i feel like i'm i feel like i'm a little bit like of a like a sort of like nomad where I'm, I like don't identify specifically to you know I'm like am I like all American? Am I French and like German? And yeah. all that? So I always feel kind of weird. But this is maybe because I'm still really young and I still need to like explore my own like narrative because I feel like as a right. filmmaker, it is also important to just to talk about your own experiences because I've always written yeah. other people's experiences and people I make up. And, like, just things I see, I've never written my own. So yeah. something I want to explore and, I de- like, try to figure out, like, why I don't identify with any of the cultures. Um,
1: yeah, that's pretty- really interesting about American yeah. culture because you didn't grow up here, as mm. at least through an adolescence. So, like, yeah. Oh. yeah. So,
2: so. And then in Paris, it's like, I just, I grew up there, but I'm not, like, speak the language, but I'm not, yeah. like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to make a French movie, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. weird to me, so.
1: yeah.
2: yeah.
0: That I mean, that's that whole um, experience, like you said, is something that you could definitely explore in mm. a shorter feature yeah. in the future. Definitely
2: want to
1: <laughs> with a sci fi tinge. With a <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, Who your, Amelie, who's your dream collaborator?
2: Mm. Oh, oh! I mean, or your dream actor to direct? Oh, uh, I for some reason, I really, I really love F. K. Twigs as an actress, mm. and I like. I just think she's such a like. She's like not even simple.
1: reasons because she's epic. I
2: love, I love her. Like I feel like she would be such a great person to like she's, work with. She's yeah. so.
1: I I don't know if you would ever um, do music videos, but. Um, I think your type of visualization that you like, that you can tell things without the dialogue. I think mm-hmm. you would shoot a fire video of her. like her, I like cellophane, her. Mm-hmm. the one that she just did for "Don't Judge yeah. Me." Like, she, mm-hmm. like
2: yeah, she's like I her I love to work. Or, even as I feel like she needs to explore. I mean, I, also I think she will explore her like acting more.
1: Yeah, because she did like, Honey boy yeah. and all
2: that, which mm-hmm. I love that movie. But yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like she has a big, like a really night, like future in acting.
1: She explored yeah. that. I'm gonna put that into the ethos. Y'all will work together.
2: (laughs) Put it out in the world.
1: (laughs) I think it'll happen too. Right. Um, Here, another question for you. Um, What do you think is the uh, most underrated film, um, in your opinion?
2: Oh, you know what? I actually just, this is because I just watched it recently for like the third time, but I keep, (laughs) you know that one film you keep showing people and people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never seen it. Nocturnal Animals by Tom Ford. Have you guys seen it? That's the one with. That's the
0: one with. Um, You've heard of it, but you haven't seen it. Wait, wait, wait. I might be confused. Amy Adams,
2: uh, Jake. Yeah, yeah, Kendall yeah.
0: Hall. I watched um,
1: Jake Okay, yep, yep, yep. A
0: single man. I watched the first half of this wow. um and then I fell asleep. Not because the <laughs> movie, because it was very late, and yeah, I, I was
2: know. like. It's very, yeah, you know, one of those deals. <laughs> I
1: think it's on Netflix. It's a
2: crazy. Well, it is movie? on Netflix. I think. so. Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I just. Yeah. I I will just add that to my list. Though. You have to watch his for because he's he's so specific because he's a designer and he's very like OCD in yeah. everything he does. It's so specific, beautiful. The transitions are insane. Like I've never seen transitions like his before. Like I have. Wait. Like,
1: they're so sharp. Tom Ford. Tom Ford.
2: Tom Ford. Yeah. Tom Ford. How crazy.
1: Oh, stop. Is that? Okay.
2: He hasn't first, he, he's directed something else too, I think. His first right? movie oh, was with um was Colin Firth or Colin the it was a Julianne Moore who got an Oscar for it called A Single Man and he got an Oscar for it as well for his first feature. How crazy is that? And oh, that's so He does weird. it all. He does it all. <laughs> Tom really does. Okay. A, I'm going to check
1: that what out. What a
0: good um like expander for you as someone who's like Thriving in both the fashion industry and the film industry.
2: Yeah, I feel like that he yeah. showed that you can really like do it all. And, you know, why, if you want to make a movie, you know, like yeah, like director. Like he surprised everyone with his first feature. So,
1: what's yeah. your uh, what's your favorite fashion brand?
2: Uh, I love acne. Acne, acne. acne. If I could, if I, Studios. could Studios. if I could just wear one thing, it would be Acne Studios. Yeah, I really cheap. love them.
1: Very cheap. Oh, I think them. there's a store in downtown. Pretty sure I've seen in like, LA. In down da- in um downtown LA. Pretty sure I've seen like an acne. Yep, there is. Yep. I work by that. I'm gonna have to go yeah. inside. <laughs> uh, I'll check the bank account first. I don't know what they're
2: <laughs>
0: I'm
1: a, but I'm gonna go <laughs> inside.
0: <laughs> Lastly, what's one thing you wish someone would have gotten you to understand sooner?
2: Um it could be is it like a sort of like life lesson or <laughs> yeah, like anything. Yeah. Um, I, f- I feel like I'm a very like, existential person, which is mm-hmm. it I, c- I can get really stressed out for like, if something's not happening straight away or if like things are not panning out the right way, or, you know, if I see other people, you can, you, know, you kind of compare yourself, you see other people's mm-hmm. sooner, or all this stuff. But uh, I kind of need, I mean, I would have wanted to hear, you know, like to say to my younger self that, it all had so cliche, but it all happens for a reason. And, you know, people's timings are different. That's what my mom always yeah. told me. I was, she always said, you're a late bloomer, which I don't know. I don't know how to take it. Is that like offensive? It's like, all too. Like, she's like, you're a late bloomer. Like it's, it's going to happen by, like later. Um, but yeah. so it's like, you know, taking that and just be like, you know, I'm very, if you put in the hard work, the universe is going to give that back to yeah. you. Which, you know, like I believe in like, you know, like <laughs> destiny and, um, fate and all
1: that. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I totally align with you on that 100%. And I think on any path towards the goals that you set out, the most important thing is the pivot. And mm-hmm. I think that allows you to never accept failure. It's like if something, if there's a roadblock, you just mm-hmm. move and keep going yeah. and you will get to your goal. Like 100% yeah. if you keep moving, you will mm-hmm.
2: get towards your goal. Yeah, so you I can't totally stay stuck. Yeah, you have through. to like just keep, keep working and keep getting, like, doing as many collaborations, like, you know, meeting. Work gets people. work. Yeah, yes. exactly. And if people and are giving you those opportunities, go out and get them for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't wait. Exactly.
1: No, exactly. But I, I have this thing. Go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, I think
0: it's easy at this uh, age, you know, mid-20s, or at any point in your 20s, to, like, kind of forget that time is an essential ingredient into like this recipe of success or acclaim or whatever like we're only 25 Sharif and I are 25 also um and so like we're really only 25 I mean I feel old when I like see you know someone who's just graduating from college but like that's we're babies. So like crazy. it's all yeah. we got you gotta trust the process <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. and
0: know that like yeah. time also matters. Mm-hmm. So like you have to keep on something for a while for it to for you to um yeah. shoot what's the saying, like sow your seeds. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. There's something like <laughs>
1: reap, reap the uh benefits of your seed.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, that the idea. Benefits. Also yeah. you're putting what I've learned a lot is that you you throughout like you know just working constantly and like you know like meeting people and talking to people and all that you you lay a foundation and that foundation Mm -hmm. is very important and then that's gonna like help you later on and you sometimes you don't see it you're like how is this gonna benefit me or like you know not just even like come back my way it's just like you know it's just putting down the foundation of
1: what you want. Yeah, exactly. And there's this uh, thing I always like to share and it kind of points to what you said about like working towards it. I wrote this thing that I put up above my bed that basically just says, no one's going to hand it to you. You have to go and take it. And the best Mm -hmm. way to do that is to build it. Like Mm -hmm. you, we are in control of our own destinies really. And the best way to go and get the thing you want is to go and make it happen. Mm -hmm. So um, I just put that out to Mm -hmm. anyone listening. Like if you've got a goal, just, Go
2: get it exactly.
0: Yeah, well, on that note, what, <laughs> a lovely ending note. And
2: where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Amelie A M A L I E underscore Gasman Yeah, <laughs> amazing.
0: Yeah, well, we look, look forward to seeing all that's gonna come from you this year and in the future. You. And hopefully, down for the for line, you guys we'll too. have you back on. Yes. Yeah, well, we're on the
2: yeah, 2026. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll ask. <laughs> we'll 2020 had five summer. years. We'll, we'll revisit
1: it. <laughs> <Yes. Exactly. laughs> I love it. Um, everyone yeah. listening, thank you again for tapping in with us. Um, we hope that you like yet another great conversation um, that we just had with Amelie. And we'll be back to you guys in another episode soon. Um, See yeah. you next time. See ya. you. Bye, guys.